Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I am the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. I am happy to be with you today. I hope you've had a, uh, a great week and uh, you have a wonderful balance of your week. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us today. Uh, we're talking about a topic that I really enjoy. Uh, one, because uh, uh, I, I like sports analogies and uh, I'm a baseball fan. Uh, so um, I like talking about singles. Uh, so that's what we're gonna talk about today, hitting singles. So you may be wondering, uh, why are you listening to a podcast about multifamily real estate investing and we're talking about baseball? Well, that's just the analogy we're going to use to talk about the way we think about investing portions of an individual's capital stack, about that portfolio, uh, and doing so with a fairly methodical, conservative mindset. And, uh, and so that's what, uh, what we're going to spend a little bit of time on. You know, home runs are pretty exciting. Um, uh, we, uh, we have seen in the last uh, 20 years, uh, thanks to some dubious uh, medical assistance, uh, just a boon in the amount of home run activity in, uh, in baseball, right? Uh, uh, all these wonderful records that we had uh, cherished for years just falling by the wayside as we saw, you know, 50, 60, 65, 70 home runs in a season. And, uh, you know, 600, 650, 700, 750 home runs uh, in a career and more. And uh, home runs are exciting. They're really fun. You know, you get to clear the bases and everybody has a wonderful time. The stadium shoots off fireworks. Uh, it is a good time. And... Uh, not surprisingly enough, if you look at some of the greatest players uh, in baseball that have hit home runs, uh, most recently uh, the ones that uh, are kind of at the top of those lists, you'll also see that they have some of the highest rates of striking out. Uh, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, almost every team's probably got a player in their lineup that's their home run hitter, the person that is gonna swing for the fences and it's exciting. And on that very same team, especially if they're successful, they've got a whole bunch of players that are good at hitting singles and getting on base because uh, you can't make it home if you don't get on base in the first place. And that's very much the way we wanna think about real estate investing is, uh, is real estate investing the home run swing uh, or is that is it the singles hitter in your uh, in your lineup? And so that takes us to the capital stack, or at least what we call the capital stack, or your individual portfolio, or your bucket of money, or whatever uh, terminology you use to describe those funds that you think about when you think of investing. And uh, it comes in all different shapes and sizes. Obviously, some folks have a bunch of zeros behind their investment stack, and some have fewer zeros. That doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about today. Whether you have a portfolio of $100,000 or a portfolio in the seven figures or eight figures, uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the same level of uh, thought uh, can be applied to that. 
So when we look at an individual's investment portfolio, the investable assets, there, uh, there is some stratification to it. There are assets that are going to be invested um, because there's some near-term need. Um, a son or daughter is going to be getting married soon, uh, going to college. Uh, maybe it's a grandchild that um, has some significant event coming up. And there's a need for some cash in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, something along those lines. Uh, it's wise to have that money invested somewhere where it's still working, uh, but also where it's very secure and it's going to be liquidatable, it's accessible. Uh, generally speaking, that's not real estate. Uh, so maybe you've got that at your local bank in a CD or uh, with your uh, uh, equity portfolio, maybe you've got access to some money market funds or you've built a, a short-term bond ladder or something like that so that you've got that money available. So that's one portion of your uh, portfolio. And as I said, it's a piece of your portfolio that probably doesn't lend itself to being in uh, real estate. Uh, another piece of your portfolio uh, may in fact be that home run hitter, right? It, this is the person in your lineup that you're counting on to swing away. They're going to hit a lot of strikeouts, right? So you might have uh, three or four or five different investments uh, that you put money into, knowing that um, a couple of them will just kind of go along and do, eh, okay. Uh, one of them maybe two, I'm going to lose money. I might even lose all my money. But one of them's going to be just a killer investment. And I'm going to, I'm going to do well because of all of that. Uh, and that's great. Uh, not everyone chooses to have this speculative portion of their portfolio, uh, but some folks do. And if you do, um, there might be some real estate you'd put there. It's probably shorter term holds more aggressive positioning, uh, the kinds of uh, investments that have uh, meaningful high returns, uh, not 10 or 15% IRRs, but 25 or 30% or more, and uh, they carry an appropriate level of risk uh, associated with that. So uh, like I said, uh, you could strike out, you could not make that money, you could lose money. Uh, and for that reason, that speculative portion of many folks' uh, portfolio either A, doesn't exist because they simply choose not to play in that space, or B, it's modest. It's 5% of the portfolio. It's 10%. It's some modest amount of money that everyone's kind of comfortable with not performing well. Uh, for me, that's like when I uh, uh, was a younger guy and I would go to Las Vegas with some of my friends uh, I would never take more money with me than I wasn't prepared to lose because that's kind of what it was for. Uh, it wasn't about going to win big. It was going to have some fun and enjoy the company of some good friends. Uh, so you take a hundred bucks to Vegas and you do it knowing that I may not bring this hundred home and that's okay. So that's kind of what this money is. Again, not everybody has that, but, um, uh, but you may. And that's really, again, that's the, that's the home run hitter. All right. Well, I've been rambling on for a while here. When are we getting to this singles thing that we've uh, that we've talked about? Well, that's that's exactly where we are now. Um, as you look down through the pyramid of your portfolio, you've got that little speculative wedge at the top, and then you've got some nearer term investing, 
Uh, and then you start getting near the base of your pyramid uh, to what I often describe as the bedrock of your portfolio. And this is where you have assets that you want them to perform well, but you want them to perform well over time. You focus on having diversification at this level in your portfolio because equities, fixed income, commodities, commercial real estate, they all are going to move slightly different from each other and have different advantages in terms of whether it's uh, you know cash yields or uh, growth or security or in the case of commercial real estate a little bit or a lot of all of those things as well as some tax advantages so when we get down to that bedrock we're not looking for investments that are going to be uh, performing at the same level those speculative ones are because we don't we don't want that risk uh, we're looking for secure, stable, solid investments. Uh, this tends to be pretty boring stuff. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that some of you listening today, maybe many of you, maybe even most of you, own an index fund uh, in the equity world, right? So as opposed to buying shares in uh, Apple or General Electric or whoever you might think of, whoever comes to mind, uh, you buy a S&P 500 index fund, which tracks the S&P 500. It doesn't have the highs or the lows that an individual stock might have. So you don't get the big gains that the one uh, that, that one share of uh, Apple might have with, when it spikes, nor do you have the big down uh, day uh, when one particular share in the um, in the index has has difficult uh, has a difficult day, it tends to be a flatter curve. It still is volatile, right? It still moves up and down. It's still affected by the activities that affect the equity markets, um, but it's a little smoother. So if you're an index fund investor, uh, may, maybe in equities, maybe you've got uh, some similar kinds of bond funds. I mentioned bond ladders earlier. Uh, some other investments that uh, that have that same idea behind them. I, I want to string together a bunch of successful investments with uh, moderate to low risk, and I want to be in a position where they perform well, but they perform well over time, and it's the overtime component, right? Uh, this is this is one of uh, Warren's uh, great recommendations, right? The, one of the most amazing things ever developed, right, was compounding. And uh, leaving your investments alone and letting them do their job over time can really have an amazing impact. Commercial real estate deserves a place in that part of your portfolio. That's the that's the belief I have and that we operate with at Mara Polling when we work with our clients is helping folks understand what commercial real estate might be able to do. Now, you might want to work with us, and obviously we'd love to talk to you. If you, if you want to do that, shoot me an email, and we'll we'll be glad to uh, set up a conversation. Um, but this is not a pitch about working with us. This is a pitch, if you will, for commercial real estate, um, whether it's in the industrial space or self-storage or um, uh, age communities, 55 and up communities, assisted living centers, uh, hospitality, or the multifamily space, which we're very uh, satisfied with and very pleased with in terms of its performance and believe it's going to continue to perform well. Uh, adding that sort of investment to this bedrock portion of your portfolio is all about hitting singles. Uh, it's a way in which you can take advantage of uh, stable 
and solid equity growth over time that you can realize uh, very nice cash returns, especially when you look at them on an after-tax basis, given the unique tax advantages that you get from commercial real estate. Not going to spend a lot of time on tax advantages today. We did a session just a couple of weeks ago, and we've got an upcoming webinar called The Tax Man Cometh. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that session or go to the Learning Center at marapoling.com. Again, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com and uh, sign up for that upcoming webinar. Uh, we'll go a lot more into details about commercial real estate tax advantages uh, and the like. And of course, whenever we mention the word taxes, please talk to your tax advisor. Uh, we can tell you how our, our investments operate and how they're structured, but ultimately you wanna talk to your tax advisor for uh, the personal advice that you should uh, that you should be getting in terms of uh, making decisions around your uh, investment, uh, investment life. Um, so what I'm describing in this bedrock portion of your investment portfolio, where this real estate component exists, is pretty boring. You know, this is not the kind of investment that every day you're gonna see. My age is showing here. You're gonna grab the newspaper, uh, you know, and open the uh, the journal to look at the uh, uh, the investment report. Uh, it's not even something that you're going to check on weekly. It's the kind of investment that uh, is going to perform over time. You may get monthly or quarterly uh, investment reports about it. Uh, there'll be some down days where there are some challenges. There'll be some up days. The down days won't be so down. The up days won't be so up as they would if you were looking at the speculative end of the spectrum. Uh, and that's intentional, right? This is, again, like I said, fairly methodical uh, and thoughtful investing such that it generates these steady, non-glamorous uh, gains uh, over time. Uh, and then you combine that with some of the advantages, again, unique advantages that commercial real estate has around uh, tax advantages that can be taken care of, in particular the 1031, where there's the ability to roll uh, tax exposure from one asset over to the next and over the next and over the next. Um, over an extended period of time, there can be substantial amounts of uh, growth that occurs inside of an asset. Even when there's ultimately a sale and an exit and tax that's paid um, because you've basically uh, been the beneficiary of an interest-free loan from the federal government. And, um, and it is possible, as we've said, that uh, you may be able to avoid those taxes via a step-up in basis. Again, check out the, uh, the tax man cometh uh, for more information on that. So I would ask you, uh, and some of you, uh, some of you may watch uh, one of the television uh, cable channels uh, and watch the gentleman that talks about uh, stocks. Uh, he plays the Are You Diversified game uh, uh, occasionally, uh, and uh, and part of what he will encourage folks to do is have some fun, have a little speculative money, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, and that may be something you choose to do, and it may be something you don't choose to do. Everyone needs a foundation to their portfolio. And I would encourage you to learn more about commercial real estate, uh, be it from us or from others, so that you can make an intelligent decision about how you would like to add commercial real estate to your portfolio. One last thought I will leave you with on that. Uh, commercial real estate, as I said, great element to add to your portfolio. I do not mean investing in mortgages. I do not mean investing in a publicly traded REIT. 
mortgages are fixed income instruments. They may be tied to real estate, but they are not equity real estate investments. They do not have the tax advantages, nor do they have the ability in most instances for any kind of equity growth. They are a fixed income instrument. Are they good investments? You bet, makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's an important part of your portfolio to have some money in these types of investments, uh, but it's not real estate. Uh, likewise, publicly traded REITs are stocks. Uh, they are equities and they will move like stocks do. Yes, they're tied to real estate in the same way that if you invest in a company, uh, it is tied to the underlying performance of how that company operates and what they do. Again, whether it's you know Apple and you're, you're buying into whether or not people are gonna buy my more iPhones or not, uh, or General Electric or General Motors or whatever it might happen to be. Um, and those stocks also go up in value, often fairly significantly, because of other things that happen. Uh, you know, the Fed chairman sneezes and stocks panic. Uh, or uh, a politician says something uh, uh, and the world goes sideways. So uh, does that mean you shouldn't have equities? Of course not. Equities are an important part of a diversified portfolio and along with bonds can be part of that bedrock component when uh, executed uh, intelligently. And you ought to have some commercial real estate there. So I know you're getting tired of hearing that from me, but uh, please learn more about it. Uh, our podcasts are a great way to, uh, to hopefully tap into the knowledge uh, that we've developed uh, over all these many years. And uh, as I said, you can also pop by the website, uh, go to the Learning Center. So when you get to marapolling.com, uh, up in the top menu, you'll see the Learning Center, click there. And there's a lot of great information for you. As I said, you can register for webinars. Uh, you'll, there's uh, links that will take you to uh, all the various podcast channels that we are, um, uh, podcast providers, pardon me, that we are affiliated with. Uh, you can also there uh, find an email link uh, where you can send me an email or schedule some time on my calendar. Uh, if you would like to just do that directly, uh, you can do so at pat, P-A-T, at marapolling.com. That's M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. So thank you for joining us today. Uh, I look forward to you uh, joining us again for Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Polling.